Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about why emotions matter more than ratings when it comes to online reviews, how flowers smell different in space, and new research that suggests that how our bodies use water may have played a huge role in human evolution. Let's satisfy some curiosity. When you're trying to decide on a product to buy or a restaurant to visit, customer ratings can be hard to trust. If you see five stars on thousands of different products and dozens of different restaurants, how do you choose between them? New research has an answer. Ignore the stars and look for the emotion. To solve this conundrum, a group of researchers from Northwestern and University of Massachusetts, Boston, designed four studies to analyze years of consumer reviews of movies, books, restaurants, and commercials, and compare those reviews to the subject's actual success. They found what we all kind of expected. Star ratings are overinflated. The average Amazon rating is 4.2 out of 5 stars. And they found a similar trend on Yelp, and other research has found the same on Uber. All of those positive reviews can't be honest. The researchers call this the positivity problem. Most reviews are positive and not actually that trustworthy. So unsurprisingly, their analysis found that high ratings were a weak indicator of success. That was true whether they were looking at 13 years of movie reviews, 20 years of book reviews, or two seasons of football championship commercials. The only place rating had any impact was in restaurant reviews. There, a higher average star rating did predict a greater number of table reservations. But one thing overshadowed star ratings in every single case. How emotional the review was. The researchers used computational linguistics to evaluate the language used in each review and assess its level of emotionality. The more emotional the item's reviews, the more success it had. Emotional reviews predicted greater box office success for movies, more sales in 93% of book genres, more Facebook follows for companies behind football championship commercials, and more reservations at restaurants. That leads to the question, what do they mean by emotionality? Well, here's an example. A positive but not emotional review of a restaurant might read, this restaurant is excellent. Dinner was flawless. Fine, but not emotional. Once more with feeling. A more emotional review might read, I love this restaurant. It is absolutely wonderful. Look for words like enjoyable over impeccable, amazing over smart, and phrases like I loved it rather than it was worthwhile. Trust other people's emotions and you'll probably have a good time. Shakespeare once wrote that a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. Once more with feeling. <laughs> a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. Bravo, bravo. <laughs> but that turns out not to be the case for a rose in any other gravity. How do we know? It's thanks to a whimsical experiment performed back in the late 90s. A fragrance company once sent a rose into space to see what it smelled like and got a new fragrance ingredient out of the deal. Back in 1998, the company International Flavors and Fragrances, IFF, had an interesting pitch for the Wisconsin Center for Space Automation and Robotics, which was in charge of developing technology for NASA's space-based plant research. 
They wanted to fly a rose into space to see if microgravity changed the way the plant produced its familiar scent. Scientists already knew that microgravity changes the way plants grow and live, but nobody had ever looked at its effects on the fragrant compounds that a flower produces. In order to learn more, the NASA Center modified an existing space-based plant research facility to make it possible for astronauts to sample and analyze essential oils from flowers. Then, they sent a miniature rose plant into orbit on the space shuttle Discovery. Everyone expected the space roses to smell at least a little different, since there wasn't enough gravity to keep the roses' oils in their stems. That difference could lead to thousands of different chemical combinations. But the results surpassed even the most optimistic predictions. The scent the rose produced in the end was astonishingly different. While on Earth, this type of rose produces a fresh, green, rosy scent. Up in space, the plant produced fewer oils, but what it did produce smelled less green and more floral. Scientists collected these new essential oils and brought a novel and decidedly otherworldly scent back to Earth. And that is not the end of the story. IFF bottled and commercialized this new fragrance note and at least two fragrance companies have used it in their formulations. One is Shiseido Zen 2000, and the other is a version of Impulse Body Spray from Unilever. Both contain whiffs of the space rose, but both, unfortunately, have also been discontinued. But who knows? Maybe a savvy collector can find a vintage bottle and get a whiff of that space rose for themselves. Humans share a lot of DNA with chimpanzees and bonobos. So while there are tons of similarities, the few differences can be a pretty big deal. Humans have bigger brains, walk upright, and in most cases are much less hairy. As it turns out, humans are also more water efficient, and this has huge implications for our evolution as a species. Your body is mostly water, but it's important to remember that you're only really borrowing that water. You're constantly losing it as you sweat and go to the bathroom, so it needs to be replenished. A recent experiment in the journal Current Biology measured our ability to hold on to our water. Specifically, the researchers wanted to know exactly how much water we lose and replace compared to our closest relatives. Their study included 309 humans with a wide range of lifestyles, from office workers to hunter-gatherers, and 72 apes living in zoos and sanctuaries. For each participant, the researchers measured both daily water intake and excretion. They measured water content in both the food and drinks they consumed, and measured the water they lost through urination, the GI tract, and sweating. When they added all this together, they found that humans go through about 12 cups or 3 liters of water on average per day. That might seem like a lot, until you consider that ape relatives of the same size went through nearly twice that much. This didn't come down to activity level or climate either. Even when controlling for those factors, humans use 30 to 50% less water than our closest primate cousins. This suggests that at some point after the human lineage branched from the rest of the apes, humans evolved to optimize water use. And we're not sure how. For example, our metabolism requires less water per calorie consumed than the rest of the apes, and figuring out why is an area of ongoing research. The changes may be physical, too. 
our pointy noses are better at retaining water than our ape relatives' flatter noses. And that may have helped early humans retain more water with every breath. These evolutionary innovations, along with our bigger brains, helped us survive longer in unpredictable situations. Other ape species are forced to live near water sources, while us humans were able to venture much farther from those lakes and rivers to expand into new territories. The take-home message? Never go on a road trip with a chimp. They'll want to stop constantly. Ugly, giant bags of mostly water. <laughs> Let's recap what we learned today. Well, we learned that most online reviews are positive, so a high star rating doesn't necessarily mean a product or service is high quality. Unless you're talking about restaurants, then you're good. But if you're talking about something else, like movie or book reviews, then glance at the language in the reviews and go with the most enthusiastic, emotional ones. Basically, if you can picture Cody saying it, then it's probably a good indicator. That's literally the best advice you've ever given on this podcast. I love it. I am so into it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then if you read one that sounds like me, <laughs> just steer clear. <laughs> that's, I like that rule of thumb. <laughs> I just because that's that's all I kept thinking when I was hearing this is that I literally go for the more specific reviews. I go for the reviews that say, yes, the fish was moist and the whatever the the service was excellent. And like, but the reviews that say, oh, I loved it. It was delicious. We had such a good time. I'm like, all right, well, there's no information in this. But apparently I should be paying more attention to those ones. You should. <laughs> Do you write a lot of online reviews? No, I don't. Do you? Not currently, but I've written a handful of reviews. Here's an excerpt from one that I wrote on Yelp. Quote, I had Cajun shrimp and grits and my wife got North Carolina style crab cakes. It was just incredible. The coffee was great. The staff was friendly. The ambiance was fun and the prices were reasonable. We also got a couple alcoholic beverages and they were super good. Like not just pay 10 bucks for a generic drink good, but seriously good cocktails. With reasonable prices and amazing food, I highly recommend this to anyone looking for a good brunch in Chicago. Yeah, that is a perfect example of an emotional review. Not something you would write. <laughs> no. <laughs> the proportions in the <laughs> rum and coke were approximately 60% and 35% attenuated by 5% of ice I think this might be why I don't write reviews, because it takes so much work to be so specific. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, we also learned that NASA sent a rose into space, and the lack of gravity meant that some essential oils didn't stay in its stem. The rose ended up producing a less green, more floral scent, and scientists collected those new essential oils. And a couple different fragrance companies even used them in fragrance formulations. Although the ones we know about have been discontinued. Feel free to look around, though. I did a quick search for Shiseido. Shiseido? One or the other. Shiseido Zen 2000 on eBay. And there were a bunch of matches when I looked. But I don't know if you looked into this, Ashley. Yeah, this was a this was a journey because I really I really wanted it. Right. Like I want some space rose fragrance. Uh, so all of the sources that talk about sending this rose up into space just say Shiseido Zen. Now, Shiseido Zen, it's an umbrella term for many different fragrances that Shiseido has made over the years. Mm. So I actually had to go into like a fragrance database and look up the descriptions of all the different Shiseido 
versions. And I found that the one made in 2000, which they call Shiseido Zen 2000, is the one with the space rose. And it is discontinued. But like Cody said, you can find it on eBay. Now, the (laughs) Unilever one. (laughs) Impulse. Also, the name of many different fragrances. And I emailed the company to ask them (laughs) which fragrance that had the space rose. And a very nice employee responded back and said, oh, you need our press office. I I don't have the answer to your question. So I emailed the press office and uh, that was about five days ago. They have not gotten back to me. Ah, as of the time of this recording. Yes. So I'll keep you updated if they respond. That is quite the journey. That is quite the journey. We also learned that human bodies use up to 50% less water than our primate cousins. And that may have helped us spread throughout the globe. Because at some point in our evolutionary history, we evolved to optimize water use. And that would have done things like help us survive longer when we strayed far from lakes and rivers. And if you don't think this is exciting research with huge implications for understanding our evolution, then sorry, your opinion just doesn't hold water. Today's writers were Kelsey Donk and Cameron Duke. Our managing editor is Ashley Hamer, who is also a writer on today's episode. Our producer and audio editor is Cody Goff. Smash that like button! Or at least think about dropping us an enthusiastic five-star rating, if you haven't already. And then join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious. Stay curious.